So hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Melissa Quito on intuition and divine timing. Melissa is originally from New Zealand and now living in the US. She has been communicating directly with her angels since the age of 12. She has a degree in psychology and a diploma in teaching, which I believe helps to keep her grounded. I read that on her website, so I think that's true. Uh, she helps people connect with their angels, find their life purpose, and trust their inner guidance. Her YouTube channel is Communicate with Angels, and her website is communicatewithangels.com. Hi, Melissa. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure. It's uh, nice having a... I love the Kiwi accents. It's always nice having a Kiwi on the show. So. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I read uh, on your website, I was having a look on there, and one of the things that caught my mind, of course, one of the first things I think we should talk about is how intuition connects with the quality of our relationship with spirit. And I think you, I, I read something on your website that says, you want to have your personal team of angels or guides on board when you can develop a relationship with your guides and really be able to ask some questions and get immediate answers. So can I ask you about that, the, the connection between the quality of relationship with spirit and our intuition? Yeah, well, they're very closely related because our, we all have a personal team of guides with us. And the thing about that is that you and I in the physical body, we live in two worlds at once. So we live in the physical world of planet Earth that we can touch and see and experience with our five physical senses. But then we're also part of the spiritual world, and that's really our true home. So our team of guides are really, you know, they're only part of spirit. They are more detached from planet Earth. So the communication with them is through our spiritual senses or what many people call our intuition. So people get frustrated trying to communicate with their angels because they don't realize that they're doing it through, you know, wanting to see it with my eyes right in front of me in the room or hear it directly. And that can happen from time to time. It's like sometimes energy can transcend into the physical, but most of the time it's not like that. So that's why it's really important that people learn to be more relaxed, be more tuned in and develop their own intuitive gifts because that's how you can become receptive to the communication of our guides, right? It's yeah. through the hunches, the impressions, the intuitive hits that come in. And uh, for people who are new on the journey, do you have any tips for building that relationship? You know, because somebody might go, that sounds great, guides and angels. I know when I was at the beginning of my journey, I was like, oh, amazing. So where do I start? I think I went to a crystal shop and bought a load of crystals, put them all around me and sat there going, something's going to happen. What's <laughs> going to happen? I don't know, but something's going to happen. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's really important. So the first step I always say is to learn to be relaxed. Now, you could, in a metaphysical sense, describe that as, raising your vibration like same thing so one of the things that i teach is a technique called the spiritual cleansing it's not really cleaning off anything bad it's actually coming back to your full potential where things feel more clear there's less like um mind chatter going on and you're just more tuned in to the high frequency um, of your of your angels so that's number one. And then I would say number two is to, you know, become aware of your four intuitive gifts and start to utilize them. And I teach people some practical ways that they can start to, you know, receive some guidance. It's like 
we're actually receiving hundreds of impressions from our angels every day. It's just that we we don't know how to distinguish that from our own mind or thoughts, etc. No one's ever taught most people how to do that, right? So yeah. receiving that guidance, it's like it's coming in all the time, but then now with some simple tools, you can learn to, okay, this is what I would like some guidance on and actually receive that and begin to recognize what that's like. When it's my own thoughts, it's like I'm putting some effort in or thinking it through when I'm receiving messages from my angels, it's like it just pops into my mind out of nowhere or this aha moment or a moment of clarity. And that's the things that people can start to pay attention to. Another great thing to pay attention to actually is when you have a feeling of chills or goosebumps or tingling on your body, because that's the high energy of our spirit guides coming close and we'll feel that kind of charge to our nervous system and only your angels can give you a feeling of chills or goosebumps like that. So it's a great thing to kind of pay attention to and notice what is it that they're wanting to communicate to me at that moment when I feel it. You know, it might be a sign to pay attention or a confirmation that you're on the right track or reassurance. So I think the first step is like, you know, becoming tuned in and paying attention to this spiritual communication that is happening all the time. We're just not used to paying attention to it and discerning it, you know? Yeah. I guess you mentioned uh, the difference between thoughts and guidance. I suppose when I first started out, the question for me was, how can I tell the difference between my own mind chatter and my the kind of voice of my intuition because I was I was expecting a voice really you know and I know intuition can come in all kinds of ways but for me at the beginning I thought I want to hear something and all I could hear was my mind chat it took me a while to kind of discern the difference what would you say to someone who has that question how do I discern my own mind chatter from something else coming in that's different than that yeah, that is the most common question that I get asked all the time. So one thing is that realizing that it isn't just hearing. It's like um, people need to learn to kind of get out of their heads and into their feelings more, right? So how does this feel? Like we, you are, each person is energy. That's who you are as a soul, a spiritual being, you are energy. So it's like even like trying to get out of that busy mind and notice, okay, what am I feeling? What am I sensing? Because a lot of the things that we're picking up aren't even ours as well, yeah. um, coming from something else other than your angels. But I think that distinction is, you know, like I said, is noticing when it just pops in out of nowhere. Or if I find myself saying, wow, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it wasn't me. It was like this divine guidance coming in because, our team of guides have a bigger picture. They can see unlimited possibilities that each one of us kind of only has this limited understanding based on what we've, you know, done and experienced in our life before. So when we get this new idea or, you know, pay attention to how it feels along with the thought. Does it feel really expansive and light and exciting? That's a good clue as well. Yeah. Whereas I guess our own mind chatter can be a bit we're trained to be a bit fearful, aren't we? A bit anxious. So if it's a load of anxious mind chatter, then maybe that's not the angels talking to us. Um, no, definitely not. And um, that's a really another important thing to be able to discern is our angels are always solution oriented mm. and they stay detached. And 
they never have a feeling of doom and gloom or worry or fear, anxiety, like those are those lower vibrations. And unfortunately there are souls that can tune into those lower vibrations, but you know, our guides are evolved beyond planet earth level and they're never going to buy into any of that. So if I'm feeling fearful, which obviously with this whole, you know, quarantine situation we're in right now, people are picking a lot of stuff up and they're having emotions. But I feel like through all of this, our angels are just, you know, being reassuring and giving you possibilities and solutions. And I know for me personally, I've been just continuing to come back to, okay, how can I make the most of this situation that I find myself in that's out of my control? Yeah. And, and each person's personal team of angels will be helping them with that. Like, okay, what's your purpose and, and um, how can you continue to learn and grow? Let me continue the kind of question on that. That um, well, I guess in the in, in in I guess New Zealand must be the same, but in the UK and America, as far as I know, that people are trained to be so left-brained um, that it seems to me that being so left-brained can get in the way of intuition. We're not really taught to be left and right-brained so much. Um, now, that what what can get in the way of intuition, as well as the way we're trained and brought up, you know stop talking to your imaginary friends says mother or father you know that kind of thing <laughs> yeah do we yeah what kind of gets in the way and how do we get around that yeah i totally had that i distinctly remember having an experience when i was little telling my mother there was something under the bed and she said oh no no it's just your imagination you know so slowly but surely as we're we're very very sensitive when we're little but we get all these messages that it's wrong that you're making it up that it's not real and so we kind of close that off. And unfortunately, some people also have messages of fear around that, whether it be from religious training or otherwise, like that's wrong or going to get you down the wrong path. So it does take, you know, this side of spiritual and personal development to let go of some of the fears that might be getting in the way or the way that we're kind of holding ourselves back. Yeah. And when you can really, so one thing I talk about is that when we're naturally in the flow, our energy moves as feel, think, act, or feel, organize, act. And, but most people do it the other way around. They're yeah. taught to think first, especially when they go to school, we're praised for that, mm. you know, thinking and getting the logical, the right answer as if there is really any such thing as a right and wrong answer. Right. So, yeah. um, when you can lead from intuition first, like what do I feel? What am I drawn to? Or um, what feels expansive? And then organize yourself to accomplish it. That's when things just flow more easily in life. One of the things that I'll tend to do if I get out of balance is, you know, feel, think, 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 <laughs> yeah. and then not act at all, right? Because yeah. we, we learn to just overthink and worry about things. And if we can just, you know, it's not thinking less. That kind of is a difficult thing to accomplish. It's really feeling more, right? Mm. Expanding that intuition more and having that come to the forefront, which can be scary at first if you're not used to it. Like people, that people's logic, it feels like a protection and a safety. But um, when you can let that go and allow it to take a back seat to the feelings and the intuition, um, you know, life can expand into amazing possibilities. Yeah, brilliant. So um, let me ask you about divine timing, which is really a, a brilliant, connect, brilliant subject connected to intuition. Uh, on your website, I, I, I read, have you ever had the experience of when you are in divine timing and things just flow and show up when you need it? And then, of course, you may have the experience of the opposite where it feels like you're hitting your head against a brick wall when nothing is going as planned, nothing is working out. 
Now, with divine timing, I mean, over the years, I've I've seen psychics and medium, and they they do seem notoriously bad at timing. You know, they might be very accurate with predicting things or getting things, but the timing seems to be a bit different. And I've heard that to spirit. I mean, it'd be interesting your take on this. Spirit doesn't have the same sense of time as we do. do. Well, let me bring in this sense of divine timing. Yeah, well, I do believe that timing is everything. And yet at the same time, at the same time, timing yeah. can change sometimes, yeah. right? Because the, we each person on planet Earth has free will. So I might be going down a certain track and then somebody else's free will, they change their mind or they you know, do something unexpected and that could change the timing. Yeah. So, but timing is one of the best things to ask your team of guides about because it's hard for us here down here to see what the timing of things. Mm. And so that's one of the key questions that I teach people to ask their angels when they learn to ask direct questions and get answers is, you know, is, is the timing right now? Mm. Or would it be better to wait? Or when is the best timing to do something, right? Would it be this month in April or next month in May? And just start to get really clear on things. Also knowing that in some cases, especially if it's a long-term thing, timing can shift and change. So for me with that right now, it's a combination of tuning into almost like the, the whispers of the future, that energy that's evolving, so I'll do this a lot with my business is like, okay, what, what do I feel that people out there need right now? What can I present that would be helpful to them and what would be the timing and where to go? And I'll sort of tune into that energy of things and then work with my guides to kind of recheck and pin it down to a more specific plan. Um, so yeah, I mean, timing is hard to predict. I remember you know, in the last couple of years, I've made a lot of changes in my life and was tuning into the timing to sell a house and timing to move. And, um, but I remember an experience late last year, it took me a long time to renovate my house and really get it ready to get on the market. Some, <laughs> I had a flood in the bathroom that delayed things, all kind of stuff right. started happening. And, but I really had the strong sense that I wanted to be moved by Christmas of last year. It felt true, but my logical mind is going, that does not seem realistic because by that time it was late October and my realtor was telling me that it's probably, you know, houses don't sell much in the winter time. You might have to wait till the spring. But when I checked with my guidance, I got, yes, that is a realistic goal. And believe it or not, the house sold within four days and I was definitely moved by Christmas. So, Brilliant. That's great. <laughs> that level of trust, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I know you've got, uh, I believe you've got a course coming up on intuition. Could you say something about that, Melissa? Yeah, so it's going to be coming up on Saturday, April 25th, and it's called Develop Your Intuitive Gifts. Um, it's, it's talking, it's a three-hour online class. I've kept the investment very low at the moment, and it's all about like recognizing that you have four uh, intuitive gifts. So there's four aspects to it. There's intuition, which you might call clear audience. There's vision, which you might call clairvoyance. Um, there's prophecy, which is an inner knowing and a sense of the future. And then there's feeling, which is more those gut feelings and also the healing abilities. Hmm. So we're going to practice um, some ways to develop those, um, who you are as a soul and 
what is your purpose here on planet Earth? And kind of helping people to detach from these identities that we hold of ourselves, like I'm a teacher or I'm a parent or, but all of that is just a means to an end. The reality of you is that you are a soul. You're a metaphysical being having a physical experience. So people will start to get some inklings of who they are and what their purpose is about as well. And again, the website is communicatewithangels.com if you want to connect with Melissa. And so Melissa, I believe you're going to do a process for people to get a message, a direct experience to feel into your work. Yes. So this is a great way to just get started. I like to work with just some simple practical tools for people. So as you're listening right now, what you'll want to do is just stop multitasking if you have been. (laughs) Sit down and close your eyes. And just take a couple of deep breaths. And this is where I also would bring in that spiritual cleansing technique. Um, It's kind of difficult to explain over audio like this, but if people want to check that out, they can go to communicatewithangels.com forward slash cleansing. But for now, we can just take some deep breaths. And then in your mind, what you'll want to say is, angels, give me one word. Take a deep breath and relax and just let that that word come into your mind. So when you have it, you can just write it down. The key with this is just to be in that mode of receiving. And whatever pops in, pops in. A lot of people will start to think at this moment, oh, I just made that up or I'm not getting anything. And so if you're feeling that right now, you just want to, you know, maybe even pause the audio and just take some more deep breaths and really just be patient and present. The other thing that sometimes people do is they'll um, get a word and then think it's wrong. So really just trust. All right. So we're going to expand a little more. Take another deep breath. And this time in your mind, say, angels, give me two words. Another deep breath and relax and allow those two words to pop in your mind. Then write them down when you have them. And lastly, then just close your eyes again and say, angels, give me a phrase. Take a deep breath and relax and allow that phrase to pop in your mind. And then when you have it, write it down. So now at this point, 
whatever words you have, even if you feel like you didn't get all of the words or you just got one, just take a look at what you've written down and discern for yourself, what is the message here for me? What is it that my angels are wanting to communicate to me today? And if you want to, you can make some notes on that as well because your own intuitive insights are just as valid as whatever you might be receiving from your angels or they might be helping you to understand the message as you think it through. So how was that, Steve? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that was great. Well, actually, surprising. <clears throat> I didn't have anything in mind particularly, but I got immediately got two words, which was trust bliss, and then I got the, the next, so then I thought, oh, now, okay, maybe I've jumped the gun and got two words before I should have done. And then the next two words was actually a name of someone. And this is someone actually I was planning to go on a retreat with in September, but who knows if I was going to go on it, but the name popped in my head. And then the third phrase was everything's going to work out fine. So I was like, oh, maybe they're telling me I'm going to go. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's great. So yeah. It's, it's a retreat in Greece, so it would be nice to go. I'm looking forward to the beaches and sunshine. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Melissa. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. So just to remind everyone, your website is um, communicatewithangels.com, and there is this course coming up very soon, this weekend, actually. So uh, do get in touch. And uh, Melissa, um, maybe one day when you come to England, we'll have a cup of tea or something. Yeah, sounds great. I'd love that. 